welcome to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. No, no, Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler. Because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman. Because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts. What's up? What's up? What's up? Happy Hump Day, everybody. Um, getting through, getting through the week. I've got something I'm looking forward to on Friday, so my week's going slow as fuck. Um, I've got my old roommate from college, roommate and teammate Dan. We got housemate Dan who lives here. We got roommate Dan coming to visit for two weeks, coming first trip to Australia, popping the cherry. Okay, so I've got to show him a good time. So I'm just trying to ride this week out at work and uh, take a couple weeks off and and go get this action. And I mean, you know what it is. You know what it is. We've talked about this. Anyway, um, where do I start today? Supposed to be happy hump day, but no, I'm getting all bad news coming from all angles. Apu from the Simpsons, gone. Fucking gone. Why? Because the 2018 political correct, political correct police are back on attack and, uh, they've had enough. They've been complaining of racial stereotyping with Apu. Okay, and let me tell you this, I guarantee none of the people complaining was even Indian. Okay, these are fucking white snowflake liberals. Here we go again. Fucking complaining about shit just because it's 2018 and there's something to complain about. Hey, guess what? You're not making the world a better place, motherfucker. There's still sociopaths out there. They will always be out there. They're born that way. People are going to do fucked up shit regardless. Now... Now, why, why is there a problem with Apu? Thank you, come again. Is that why? What about Dr. Hibbert? <laughs> you know? Dr. Hibbert, he sounds like my man Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> that's, Dr. F- <laughs> that's Dr. Hibbert right there. <laughs> um, now, now, Dr. Hibbert and Carl... Stereotypical black men, except one's a doctor. There's not many of those uh, stereotypes going around black doctors, but you know what? There's there's black doctors, okay? Um, Flanders, the quintessential white male. He's such a whitey. Why, why is there no problems with Flanders? And Cletus, the redneck. How come that's not stereotypical? How come, what if I, every time I, I'm set, I'm talking about a white person, I, I just start talking like this. See? You only got a problem with Apu? There's, pro, there's a problem with you motherfuckers. There's these liberal snowflake fucks. They've got to stop this shit. They've got to stop this shit. The Simpsons, you're going to take away Apu? He's beloved. They're not even hating on Apu. He is beloved. He's got eight kids. Octuplets, man. You're going to take away a father like that after 30 years in the Quickie Mart, son? 30 years, man. I hate it had to be him, though, for real. Why didn't they get rid of Smithers' gay ass? See? See? Another one. See? 
See, you, you people were focused on the wrong shit. Focused on the wrong shit. Smithers is out there cracking licorice whips, being gay as fuck. Stereotypically type gay. Stereotypically type gay. No one says a goddamn word. They worried about Apu. Standing behind a counter, chilling. Beloved. Beloved, man. See what you're doing? Remember growing up, you used to watch that shit, motherfucker. Now you're going to start complaining because you stopped watching it. Now you're going to take it away for the other generations to enjoy. There's something wrong with you. I think you're the sociopath. I can't believe this shit. You have got to be kidding me. Everything. So everything, everything is just, we're just going to turn this. We're going to turn the whole planet vanilla. Not everybody's the same. Not everybody's the same. That is the whole point of the human race, man. And it's not, it's not about keeping people down, but like you don't pretend everybody's the same. You don't pretend everybody's the same color. Got the same hair, the same height, you know? There's fat people, bro. Like, accept it. There's fat people, there's skinny people, there's white people, there's black people. You know? There's Asians, man. Worried about our poo, man. Worried about our poo, man. Not everybody's the same. You think if everybody was the same, the justice system would be the way it is? People would get put away for the exact same amount of time for the exact same crime. But that's not the way it is. Because one man robs a bank because his, his family's starving. He's, he's got a newborn baby that's like not getting fed. So he robs a bank and gets some cash. How long are you going to put him away for compared to somebody who's a drug addict who robs a bank to feed his addiction? You're going to put the druggie away much longer. Not everybody's the same. You want to, you want everybody to be the same? There's a whole lot of shit that's going to start going upside down, bro. Up is not down and left is not right. Worry about up who, man? Shit. That's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. You need it. You think you're like a social justice warrior and shit, but you need to actually, you need to actually take a look at yourself and figure out what it is that you, you think you're turning the world into. And you may think something, but that's not what it's going to be. You're, you're an idealist. You're looking at utopia, man, but that's not a thing. You think, you think that we can, you know, if we, fix everybody, put everybody away, fix everybody that exists, that then everybody who's born is going to, is going to come into this, this utopia and not know what evil is. That's not true. It's not blank slate. There's something in you when you're born. You may, you may have a bit of evil in you. Okay. I've got a bit of evil in me, man. When I see people slip and fall, bust their ass. I think that's mad funny, son. You ever watched funniest home videos? That means you got a bit of evil in you, son. That means you got a bit of evil in you. We're not okay as a species. So don't pretend that you're all that. Worry about Apu? Come on. Apu, man. He's beloved. Let me get off this, man. I think this is episode 91. Of the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Welcome to the Potty Podcast episode 91. It's me, Clay Troy, and the Big Boss Man. We've been there.
But uh, today is hump day. Yesterday there was uh, a bit of uh, beef between um, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj. Um, it turned up. There, I mean, there's been beef. There's been a little bit of rivalry there. That's good. That's how great things happen. You know? Great music comes from beef. Great athletes come from, you know, you know, like who was, uh, who was, who was battling with like, um, Michael Jordan, you know, like John Starks, Dominique Wilkins, they lift each other to the next level, man. That's what this, this is. We got Nicki Minaj, who thinks she's the queen, has been the queen for a long time. There was no... There was no female artist touching her. Cardi B comes out, Bodak Yellow, you know, hottest song of the summer, two summers ago. And now, and now she's, you know, she's out here, she's flexing. She's buying Lambo, she's talking shit, she's getting deals, she's getting money, she got a bag, she fixed her teeth, you understand? Shit, I'm the clumsy jeweler and I'm dropping gems. Um, now, Nikki was saying that Cardi was flexing about deals that she had turned down, okay? And Nikki was just saying, like, what are you, like, why, why are you flexing on that? Like, everybody turns deals down, but they don't, they don't talk about it, right? Saying, saying that, like, she turns down deals all the time, but you never hear about this shit. And then she actually brought one up, which was like, I mean, it was proving the point, but it was also hypocritical. I don't know. But, um... Then she just turned around and said, how about you, you write a song, write one, write one of your own songs, hun, or something. And then she was like, let's get both in a room with one beat and film ourselves writing to that beat. You know, that see, that's a battle that I don't believe's ever been done. Not by anyone of note anyway. And I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that between people that's not beefing and just see who comes out with the better shit. Some hot shit, you get 10 minutes, the beat's on a loop, and you just write some, you just write some hot shit and you gotta deliver it. And and then that's the battle. Instead of freestyling, you understand? That'd be some hard shit. That'd be dope. I would actually like to see that. But do you think she's right about do you think Nikki is right about Cardi B? Do you think that Cardi B actually does need to start writing her own song? I'm on the fence here. As an artist, I would not want to be performing somebody else's shit. I want it to be mine. I, like, the beat's not mine, whatever. I want the... I'm a words guy. I'm a wordsmith. I'm a lyrical surgeon. Understand? So... So I want my my rhymes that I wrote, I want that on wax. And I want my producer's beat on wax. And then it comes together. And it's clay flowers, it blossoms, you understand? Stay tuned, because you don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. Anyway, I don't, yeah, but she's such a star, she's a superstar. She's an actual, she's superstar status at this point, maybe. Or, or, or like, a bit under superstar, because like, she's not Beyonce. She fucking close though, maybe, I don't know. What do I, what do I know? It's all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. But... <sighs> Who, okay, okay, who writes their own shit then, these days? Let's go through 
let's go through like 10 rappers. Let's go Jay. He does. Yes. Kanye. No. Drake. No. Um, the game. Yes. Uh, Childish Gambino. Yes. Uh, Pusher. Yes. Cardi B. No. Nicki. It's been argued for a couple of songs. Okay. So. Uh, six of one, half a dozen of the other. You know what I'm talking about? It's it's a much of a muchness. I think she writes some songs and then the other songs she doesn't write. Who else she got out there? Lil Wayne? I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. The Carter Five just dropped, I don't want to speak ill of a legend. Uh, I think he writes most of his shit. Put it that way. I just don't think he writes all of his shit. You understand? You get to a certain level. Where all you want to do is sip on lean and all that. Sip on lean, smoke some green. You don't want to be writing shit anymore. So you get cats to write for you. I don't know. I don't know. Nas, he writes his own shit, you know? I don't know, bro. It, it is really, like, it is really all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. And if you don't know, now you know. And if you didn't know then you're about 90 episodes uh, too far. You need to get back to episode one and figure out what this unsourced source shit is that I'm talking about. Because it doesn't... There's no explanations here in episode 91. You pick this shit up as you go. All right? And this is unsourced. Um, i got to tell you. i got to tell you something I'm tired of. You know how people... I, I call in Cleveland the land and Toronto the six. And these are all just made up nicknames. Like the Big Apple, I can I can accept the Big Apple. I can accept Sin City. You know, what's Paris? The is that the city of love or is that just the language of love? French. I don't know. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. But what I'm trying to say is I'm tired of made up bullshit nicknames for cities, and specifically my city. I don't want nobody calling it Radelaide or Rads no more. That shit is mad corny, son. Okay? Man, you corny! See, I, I just, it's just, it's mad corny. Wild corny. And I just, I, man, you corny! Rads, Radelaide, it actually makes it sound like Adelaide is a whole, which I've heard people refer to it as, and it's not. I love this place. And Dan. Uh, roommate Dan's about to find out about Adelaide. Let me tell you. Now, Rads is just not, no, is not cutting it for me. It's just not. It makes me feel like, tr like, like, like try hardish, man. Like, like, I'm not about that. That's like that, uh, yeah. Like when people try too hard, you know, to be chill. It's like you're putting mad effort into being chill, man. And it's like, I can, I can see through that, you know, like the goths that just be straight chilling all the time and they don't give a fuck about anything, but they put, they give so much fucks about not giving a fuck that you know that they give a fuck. Do, do you know what I'm saying? I don't. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, man, but I'm just saying you guys need to chill with that shit. We need to just call it Adelaide, man. Adelaide. I call it A-Town from time to time, but that's Atlanta, Clay. That's Atlanta. This ain't Atlanta. This is Adelaide, the city of churches. And that 
is probably its true nickname. The city of churches is on it's on the uh, license plates of the cars. The festival state, South Australia, we have mad festivals. You understand? About everything. Name something. Name it. Food? Yes, we've got food and wine festival. Yes, yes, yes. Film? Yes. I had a film festival two weeks ago, matter of fact. We got festivals, motherfucker. Got festivals in this joint. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm fucking on one today. This is, I think this is going to be a good episode. Tell you what, work was quiet. So I was just sitting there reading the news, thinking, thinking about things that tick me off. Thinking about things I love. I love. I'm a lover, man. I, speaking of love, okay. We live in a hookup culture, correct? I was waiting for a soundbite, but I don't think Triple M's got one for, for hookup culture. No? Anyway, we live in a hookup culture, right? So being a romantic dude, I'm a romantic dude. I like to hook up. I like to hook up. Believe me. But um, I'm a romantic dude, man. Living in this, this hookup culture, right? What is it like to be a romantic? See... It seems pretty one-sided from where I'm sitting. I'm just saying, and I know you guys know where I'm going with this, and I know you're all going to get, get shoot the emails through the misogynistic joints, calling me misogynistic. That's fine. But hear me out. I'm a romantic dude. You're a romantic girl. Okay, no. Let's, let's take it from the girl's perspective. You're, you're a hopeless romantic. You watch your rom-coms and you cry. Oh, that's the kind of love I want. You understand? And, um, you know, so someone comes along. You meet them. You're out. You're at the library. No, you're at the coffee shop. Oops. Oh, spill my coffee. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, 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 let me, let me pick that up for you. You know, like, dude, like, so sweet. Gentlemen, pick that up for you. Oh, let me pay for that for you. I'm so sorry I bumped into you, but oh shit! Oh my god! Hey, uh, what's your name? Um, my name's Alice. My name's uh, Roger. Uh, uh, excuse me for being forward, but would you would you maybe want to come out for dinner with me this Friday night? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, uh, here's my number. Right. So, so that's what you want. You want that. You want to be asked out on a date. Do guys want to be asked out on a date? No. Because guys are pigs. We're sexist. All we're going to think, why is she so forward? How many dicks does she suck? Why does she ask me on a date? I'm supposed to ask her on a date. I'm a man. I'm a man. Our egos are so crazy that if we get asked on a date, we are going to think she's so forward. She's been... She's been put on the spit and all types of shit. You understand? So, so we need to do the asking. So our romantic side is like, I want to take control. I want to ask her. Your romantic side is most likely like, I just want somebody to ask me on a date and take me out for a nice dinner. And then what? What does that shit turn into, man? That turns into, I'm going to order an Uber because we're going to have a couple of wines, right? I'm going to order an Uber, right? That's on me. And when I get out of the car, I'm gonna I'm gonna come around this your side of the car and I'm gonna open your door. Right? Help you out of the car like a gentleman. Damn. That's 
That's some gentleman shit. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. And then when we get in there, I've got a, a reservation for two under Roger, right? Get in there. There's candles on the table. Nice little red rose on the table. Oh, oh, the wine's already poured. Oh, oh my. Got the the bread, the bread, the hot bread with some butter or some oil and uh, balsamic, whatever the fancy restaurants have. I don't know. We're not going to fucking Olive Garden, all right? No breadsticks. Caviar there. Oh, there's caviar to share in the middle. A little spoon, just one spoon, you know. Hope you don't have the hurt. Just saying. Um, right, but before you sit down, I'm gonna I'm gonna slide your chair out for you. Here, take a seat. Push it in underneath you. Oh my god. Roger. But what does Roger get? Roger's gotta slide into his seat like a fucking peasant. Gotta open his own door and shit. Step in a puddle while he's opening your door and all this shit, right? Roger's Roger's already Roger's already spent money cash on the Uber and your coffee previously, right? Before this. And then dinner, he pays for dinner. Roger's in the hole here and he's got wet shoes. Right? Then, you know, he takes you home, walks you to your door, makes sure you're safe, says goodnight. Doesn't expect a kiss. So he just stands there, you kiss him on the cheek because you're romantic, right? You kiss Roger on the cheek. Triple M, I wish we had some romantic background. Talking about it. Um, and yeah, so you, you kiss him on the cheek because you're feeling like, oh my God, this is so nice. But uh, I'm not going to give it up to the fifth date because that's my stupid fucking idiot rule, you know? So... But he's not even trying, he's not even just trying to fuck. Like he's, he's got like, he's got a little bit of butterflies and shit. He's into you, right? He's not even, he's, he's a romantic too. This is, the scenario we're talking about is this, both people is a romantic, but this is the world we live in. She's got to play this fucking game because she knows that everybody's out there just to hook up. So she's got to play this fucking bullshit game. Be like, spend all this fucking money on me. Because, you know, you're not getting in my pants before the fifth date. And you're going to pay for every fucking day. And all that shit, right? Anyway. Next morning. What's that? That's your phone. You just got a fucking good morning text. Oh shit. I haven't had a good morning text in so long. All I keep getting is the clap. No text. You understand? So you're frothing on this text. And. Oh. What has just arrived at your work on Wednesday? Flowers? Chocolates? What? What? Oh my God. Roger, Roger, Roger. You've done it again. Flowers, that's probably 50 bucks for a cheap, for a cheap bunch. But you don't want to go all out on the, during the first week while she's at work. You look like a fucking psychopath. You know, don't get a teddy. Don't get the teddy with love heart and shit, and don't get roses. So a nice little bunch of like some colorful shits, be chill, be cool, all right, Roger? Damn, needy ass. After all this, what does the guy get? Don't worry, I'll wait. What does he get? He gets to keep looking at his phone waiting on that fucking thank you text. 
she didn't even reach for a wallet. Roger is sad now, man. Look what you're doing to Roger. And you know what happens in this hookup culture? Now Roger's had it. He's like, fuck that. I tried. I tried my fucking hardest. And she didn't appreciate me. And she got flowers from me and didn't text me back till the next Monday. And I gave her the flowers on Wednesday. Fuck that. So Roger's a savage now. So Roger's not playing that shit no more. Now Roger's wrapped up in the in the hookup culture. And he's hitting birds left and right. Not with his hands. You know what I'm talking about? With his slab. He's going, he's bedding females. He's taking them down. You understand? So what happens then? He's part of the hookup culture. And the girl, what was her name again? Alice? Let's say Alice. She, she was so worried about the hookup culture that she was, she made all these rules, these fifth date rules and these don't text him first rules. And oh, when he texts you, don't text her back for at least twice as long it was since he texts you. That was a bad explanation. So if he takes an hour to text you, don't text him back then for two hours. Right? And then if he's playing the same game, he's not going to hit you back for four hours. And then you're not going to hit him back for eight hours. And eventually, you'll never fucking speak again. And now you're both in the hookup culture, you see? And then Roger's gone out, joined the hookup culture, fucked 10 bitches in three weeks. And all these girls are pissed off at Roger. Now they're developing their own rules. You see? It's a vicious cycle. This is what happens to romance in the hookup culture. So fellas, fellas. Bring that romance back. Chivalry is not dead, okay? It's paralyzed. It's in hibernation. And women put it there with a, with a big old fucking roofie. Rooflet? Alright. Ladies, we understand the fears, the attachment, the detachment, all the fucking wild shit that you go through. We understand it. Quit with the rules. Just go with what you feel like for once, all right? Don't listen to your stupid friend. Hey, let me tell you this. Your stupid ass single friend is single for a reason. Stop listening to her. Oh, don't text him back for three days. Oh, word? Is that how you stayed single until you were 48? Chill. Quit that. Don't listen to her. Don't listen to Diane. She don't know shit. All right? Don't listen to your single friends. Listen to the boss, man. I know what I'm talking about. Do what your heart desires, all right? Not what your fucking friends and your blogs are telling you to do. Do what your podcast is telling you to do. It's the big boss, man, man. Shit. On, on that. Oh, man, this is... This is something that needs to be said for all the kids out there, the teenagers, the college students that need some advice, some help. Friends with benefits. Yo, do you mean girlfriend? Do you mean wife? Ever heard of that fucking thing that they say when they get married? Like, 
Oh my God, I was so, I was lucky enough to marry my best friend. That's friends with benefits. Is marriage, motherfucker. That is friends with benefits. He's having a girlfriend. You're trying to say, fuck buddy. Okay? And now a fuck buddy is someone who you fuck and you leave the three Fs. Find them, fuck them, flee. Okay? That's a fuck buddy. Once you start fucking and then you don't even, you like don't get up for like an hour and you talk a bit, you you're planting seeds for a relationship. When you when you text him good morning, like Roger did, planting seeds. When you say, hey, you want to get some food? You know, like, and that's like your text, like to mean like, hey, can I come over and hit? Is you want to get some food. But if you actually get food, you're planting seeds, motherfucker. Netflix and chill. Because you think you're going to fuck. Hey, yeah, that's dope if you fuck. But if you watch the whole movie, you're planting seeds, motherfucker. You stay the night, bro. Planting seeds. Fuck buddies. Call, text, whatever. Yo, you good? Yep, come through. Bop, 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 bop. All right, that was good. Peace. I'll see you next time. And the next rule here is you need to have a significant space between coitus you keep going every day. You know what that is? Living together, motherfucker. Come on, wake up. Listen to the boss, man. There's layers to this shit, man. It's an onion. Shout out to Shrek. The rules need to be established from the beginning. You, you can't be talking about fuck buddies without rules. You need rules, clear rules, clear guidelines, a clear label. And say, are we, are we friends or are we fuck buddies? And if, if one of you is so soft that you need to say like, oh, I mean like, yeah, we're friends. Then you're not built for that life, man. You need to say it. You straight up be like, we're fuck buddies, man. I come in, I get the job done and I dip. And if anything more ever happens, we got to start talking about like whether this is right for us. Are we ready for this? Are we ready to set ourselves up for heartbreak and eternal darkness? <laughs> oh man. Um, on Sunday, last Sunday, Sunday just gone, uh, Flash 89, Paul Cronenberg, the uh, friend of the show, DJ, music producer extraordinaire, called called the boss man for a favor, and I, yo, where and when? That's what I'm about with my friends. Clay, I need your help. Where and when? You know, I'll do it. I'll do it. Chet from Motherload. Clay, need some help. Uh, need some chicken. Where and when? PK, Flash eighty nine hits me. Yo, I need I need help. I'm like, yo, what's good? Who do I have to take down for you right now? And he's like, chill, Clay, chill. Not that kind of help. Not again, you know? Please, please, please. Make it stop. Make it stop, you know? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm very protective when it comes to my friends. You understand? Anyway, 
he says, yo, I'm doing this new track for this, uh, this label, um, this new song, it's dope, uh, but the vocals are a sample that I haven't cleared, so I actually need you to lay the vocals, that way, that way I won't need to get a sample cleared. You know what? I said, yeah. I said, where, where and when? I said, PK, where and when? He said, when's good for you? I said, when's good for you? He said, whenever, man, when's good for you? And I said, when is good for you? When it's good for you, it's good for me, man. Except for within work hours and when I'm podcasting or when I'm cooking or when I'm at the gym, you know? So like, so probably Sunday afternoon, is that cool? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He came here to the potty. We use this mic right here and we laid we laid some vocals and stay tuned because we are going to we're gonna we're gonna probably be uh probably moving we're probably gonna move to um some sort of mansion on the the cliffs of of mount caucasus i've always wanted to go to mount caucasus but you're not allowed there unless you're rich or white and dante is gonna be so jealous that i'm going to mount caucasus it's a place look it up oh Speaking of rappers slash vocalists, Takashi 69 he got sentenced to four years probation for um, a child sex case. Now, now I don't know. I don't know if I can, uh, if I can fuck with that shit. You know, like, I don't know. I just don't know what the, the judge was thinking. That's, that's a no good judge. If you ask me, if you ask me, that's a fucking no good judge. Uh, like that's, that's easy money. You know what it is, but, um, I mean, they had a post sentencing celebration because, you know, he didn't get locked up or strung up for a child sex case. God knows why. Um, and he, his bodyguard got shot at this post, post-sentencing celebration. And, 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 and here's, here's, the, here's the main problem, is that if you are a sex offender, a child sex offender, you shouldn't be allowed rainbow hair, man. That is like candy on your head. That's like just buying a rape van and not buying lollipops because you got rainbow hair and you're attracting kids. You need a haircut. If you are a child sex offender with rainbow hair, that should have been, that should have been the sentence plus probation, probation, four years probation plus a fucking haircut. You, you sex offender, you know, like he needs to cut his rainbow hair off. If he's going to be fucking with kids, that's, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a gimme, you know, like that is so obvious. You can't be fucking with kids. You need to cut your hair. That's, if you're the judge, that's what you need to say, man, I'm sweating in here because it's getting heated. This is a heated discussion in here, man. Triple M, hit that news thing. is a tough week to be a fucking head 
coach this week, okay? Tyrone Liu of the Cleveland Cavaliers got fired for starting the, the uh, season 0-6. Here's the fucked up thing. That team is exactly the same. They just lost LeBron James. The Eastern Conference finalists, the Eastern Conference champions, are 0-6 to start the season with one player different on their squad. Oh my God. Well, who was the real coach? Who was the real MVP? I'm not even a LeBron James fan, but listen to that fuck shit. You, just, you almost need to play that. You almost need to play that right now. Don't do it. Um, then the Cleveland Browns, it's actually tough to be a Cleveland head coach this week. The Cleveland Browns fired their head coach, Hugh Jackson, and their offensive coordinator, Todd Haley. And I don't like to talk about the NFL plantation because I do not, I do not support that league, that plantation, sorry. But um, that, that's wild, that's wild. Uh, it just popped up in my timeline. I wasn't looking at the uh, plantation. It just popped up in my timeline through ESPN or some shit. Anyway, Real Madrid fired their coach, Julen Lopetegui, Lopetegui, or some shit. Who knows? I don't know. It's all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Bro, I'm telling you, it is tough to be a head coach this week in professional sports. Um, now, back to the NBA. A man that I'm very, very close with, in name, in name only, Clay Thompson. He put up 36 points in the first half, making 10 three-pointers. He did that shit low-key, right? He started the season five for 36 or something. He was in an epic shooting slump. Bang, has 10 threes in the first quarter, I mean, first half, and finishes the game with 14 threes and 52 points. Huh? How many threes? 14. Yes, that is the record for um, made three-pointers in a game. He beat out his own teammate, Steph Curry, who got 13 in 2016. 13 in 2016, 14 in 2018, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. Give the Golden State Warriors the fucking trophy now. Let's have the ring ceremony next game. Um, And, uh, yo, anyone can get hot. Anyone. KD, Iggy, Steph, Clay, Livingston. Anyone can get hot. Draymond, yo, give them the trophy now. Let's cancel the season. What is the point of watching? They've ruined the league. I'm just playing. Everyone thinks they've ruined the league. Boogie Cousins hasn't even started playing yet. The only person that they've really sought out is Kevin Durant. All right. Kevin Durant was a free agent. He went shopping. Golden State Golden State got him. Boogie Cousins has had some problems at Sacramento, at New Orleans. Um, busted his Achilles. No one wanted him. And then, so he's, you know, he's like, shit. So Golden State got him cheap. So, okay. Do you like... Do you like cars? Do you like Ferraris? Do you like them or not? Because I do. I'll drive a Ferrari if I can. 
Yeah. Well, I don't. I drive a Hyundai. Um, what is it? Elantra. Hyundai Elantra. That's what I drive. Clay, what if I told you that I could get you a Ferrari for the same price as your Hyundai Elantra? It's used, but it's, it's near new. It still runs like new. And it's red and your car's white. So I'll be like, shit, how, how do I get that deal? Well, I just got to get rid of it. No one wants it. No one else wants it. Um, so if you want it, you can just have it for the price of your car. Give me that. Give me that Ferrari right now. That's what Golden State did. So stop saying that Golden State ruined the league. The league ruined the league. All right. Golden State took advantage of what they could do. What they could afford, what they could do, what they had the salary cap to do, what they had the smarts to do, what they had the goddamn audacity to do. And I commend them. And I can't wait for them to get their three-peat and their probable four-peat, depending. Okay? KD's probably leaving. KD's probably leaving. He's never been on a max. He's never been on a max contract. What? KD, the best player in the world, arguably, yeah, never never had a max deal. So he might leave, but they won it without him. They'll win it without him again because he'll probably go to some place. Probably go to New York. Probably go to New York Knicks. They're not winning. Oh, well, actually, him and the uh, unicorn. Anyway. But anyway, so Clay Thompson, 52 points, 14 threes. Guess who we fucking did it on? The Chicago goddamn Bulls. Why you do my Bulls like that, Clay? We share a name, motherfucker. Come on. And I saw a clip of Vince Carter doing windmill in warm-ups. Ah, uh, Clay, everyone does windmills in warm-ups? Yeah. Do they when they've been in the league for 21 years? He's lucky he's not in a fucking wheelchair. Windmills in warm-ups. He's a freak. Goddamn freak. Triple M hit me with that news intro. Now, did everybody hear about this Lion Air crash uh, in Jakarta? It was a Boeing 737. Um, and it's come out that it had a, before taking off, it had a instrument failure. Okay, yep. Yep, that's fine. But don't take off. Get me another fucking plane. What are you talking about, dude? Instrument failure. Yo, um, we were just about to play this movie, but the light bulb in the projector broke. And we've got another projector over there, but we're just going to play the movie through the broken one. Is that cool? Yeah. Oh, so I'll just watch... Darkness for 120 minutes. Oh, yeah, 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 cool, cool, whatever, whatever, man. Like, yeah, you do you. What? Um, yo, coach, my, my shoelace just broke. Oh, well, didn't you check your shoes before the game? Yeah, 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 I mean, it was broke. It was already broke before the game, but like, I just laced them up anyway. Oh, oh, word? 
you didn't think maybe put in a new lace before you started running? Oh, no, no. I thought I'd just start running, coach. Oh, where? Go the fuck home, motherfucker. Because you're an idiot. Oh, okay. Yo, um, remember that concert that we have? Um, yeah. I just... I can't. I can't play the violin right now. Oh, we're in the middle of the concert and I can't play my violin solo because my string's broken. Um, well, why didn't you check your strings before? Oh, I did, but I just, um, I just came out here with the broken strings anyway. That is the kind of stupid shit. I understand I did a lot of examples. That's fine. It's a Welcome to the Party podcast. This is what you signed up for. But that's the kind of stupid shit that, that, um... What is it called? Lion Airways? Lion Lion Air? That's the type of stupid shit that they did. They saw there was a problem and they took off anyway. Unacceptable. There was... Now this... This is starting to get a little bit dark. This... Anyway. There was a massacre in Pittsburgh at a synagogue which is like a... uh, Jewish church. Alright, so... 11 people got killed. One of whom... Was a 97-year-old woman... Who survived the Holocaust. Let me repeat that. 97-year-old woman... Survived a Holocaust... Praying... In temple... On... Shabbat, no less. Which is... The Jewish day of rest got killed. She got killed. She survived the Holocaust and got killed in the USA for being Jewish. Now, under any under under any other administration, I just don't I just don't see that happening. But this Trump shit. It, there's too many similarities to Nazi Germany now. Is that a reach? Yes. But is it also like kind of true? I uh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. This, uh, this is so wild. Like the hate that he's bringing out in, in the country. And he, he has no qualms in, in like taking the side. Like, Charlottesville, North Carolina. Talking about, um, oh, well, like, you know, the, the blacks did stuff wrong too. Like, what? What? I was talking to, I was talking to Sean Hartofelis, the director we had on the show last week. Covidonga, by the way, out today. Get on uh, film. I've, I've purchased my copy, even though I've already seen it. You purchase yours, purchase the music. It's dope. It's all written by him, most mostly written by him, performed by him. It's dope. Anyway, man, my head's shiny. Um, and he's talking about when he filmed Covadonga, he filmed it in Pennsylvania, and there was just Trump um billboards and shit, just propaganda everywhere, and he was just like, shit's shit's like fucking Nazi Germany. I don't think he said that, because I'm not sure that he curses. But 
is is fuck is fucking wild. It's wild out there. Apparently, the dude. Uh, I saw an article that said that the dude that committed the mass murder in this synagogue did it on the 10th anniversary of his, of his father's death. Like, I was supposed to feel bad when I read that shit. I don't give a fuck, motherfucker. Kill yourself. Killing all these innocent people. Kill yourself, dude. Yuck, man. Oh. Oh. It fills me with rage. This nonsense. Seven, then Seven was shot at a California nightclub during a Halloween uh, party, which was called, no less, The Purge. Now, now, yes, part of me does say that you're asking for it a little bit when you call your party The Purge. Some fucking sociopath's gonna come in there and start firing, man. I don't know. It's all a bit much for me. It's stressful just reading this shit. I can't not imagine even even living it. I cannot. Um, uh, what else we got here? Oh, Trump. This cat. Yo. There were some migrants coming up from uh, Mexico to get over the border. Trump sends 5,200 soldiers, bro, to stop them. He said he to harden the border, he said. Let me tell you this. That's not what the military is for. For stopping asylum seekers. Whether you call it asylum seekers or an invasion, which is not. It's fucked up. That's not what the military is for, man. It's not. This is this ain't toy soldiers, bro. You can't just move these cats wherever you want. Like this is so wild what this dude is doing. He said that the migrants are bad people who and people in gangs. How do you know, motherfucker? You don't. You haven't seen them yet. You haven't talked to them. It's the ultimate unsourced statement, which you got to respect here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But like, this ain't a movie, dog. This is America, man. This is America. It's fucking wild. It's fucking wild. Rachel's out there making all types of wild noise, man. Let's move on to uh, that Clay, that good, good Clay's reviews. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. Now, we watched this movie the other night called... Um, well, it's called The Black Coat's Daughter. But on Netflix, it's called February, which is what it was originally titled, but the title got changed, but it hasn't been changed on Netflix. So it was hard to fucking figure out, to find a picture of this movie for me to post on Clay's Reviews. It frustrated me. So how about, first off, pick a fucking title for your film. Just one will do. Thank you. Second, the film had great detail. Every shot was shot with intent and the story was well told. The acting was good too. I fucked with it. Um, apart from the whole title debacle uh, and I call it, I gave it a 7 out of 10 and I'd recommend it if you want to if you want to get a little bit of shock toby in your bones. I'd recommend it. Um, it's called February on Netflix and anywhere else is called The Black Coat's Daughter. 
Um, I also watched a film called The Darkness, but I watched it at daytime when it was light. So it wasn't scary for me because horror films just need to be watched in the dark. This was more of a supernatural type scenario, but it was like Kevin Bacon and some other chick who was annoying um, were just acting out this family drama and then there was some jump scares thrown in. Which, by the way, is a recipe for a fucking shitty movie. And when you know that the recipe's shit, don't, don't cook it, you know? Like, if I'm cooking pancakes and, I, and the recipe says one cup of salt, I'm going to know that's a typo because it means one teaspoon or some shit or one pinch, you know? So I'm not going to put a cup of salt in and fuck my whole mouth up, okay? Don't cook with bad recipes. Alright? 4 out of 10 for The Darkness on Netflix. And Clinical, also on Netflix. It was this shrink, this female shrink. Um, she's trying to put her life back together after she experienced a traumatic experience, traumatic event. She goes through this. She's trying to get better, but while she's getting better, while she's trying to repair her psyche, she's, she's on like some sort of anxiety medication, but she's still treating people, which would never happen. That pissed me off first. I didn't like the woman as an actor either. She was kind of cute though. Um, and the story was creepy as fuck. And there was a significant gore, which I liked. And it wasn't like supernatural. There was like, yeah, it was kind of like real-ish, but not. Like, you're not allowed to treat people if you're on psych meds. And there's not really mental institutions anymore, is there? Yeah, they're called jails. Um, but 5 out of 10 for that, I, yeah, I wouldn't really bother with it, to be honest. Um, but those are the three movies that I have seen. I've seen a couple more movies, but I'm not going to review them until Shocktober's over. Okay. Um, now, if we can just get that poor posture of the week, Triple M. Poor posture of the week. Now... I, I got a few sent through, but I one jumped out at me. I'm only going to do one today. And I just, I just feel, I actually do kind of feel for these people. Okay. Cause a South Carolina dad and daughter got charged with incest. After a child they had together died. I'm not playing when I say this, but we got to string them up. If you are attracted to your own flesh and blood sexually, you fucked up. Your posture's terrible, dude. You look like a number six. And I hate to be the one that tells you that, but you look like a number six. Incest? Get real. That was episode 91 of the Welcome to the Party podcast. Thank you for sticking that out with me. Got a bit heated. I'm sweating. But, um, oh man, I love doing this. I just love doing this, man. I'll never stop. I'll never stop. Um, but I need you guys here. I need you guys to tell a friend and tell a friend. Hit the fucking share button. Repost this shit. 
It's good, man. This is this is that good, good content, I tell you. I tell you every week. You guys tell me every week. Get your emails. Thank you. Get your likes, your comments, your, some ill cats, man. You know where to find us. Welcome Party on Twitter, at Welcome to the Party on Instagram. Welcome to the Party at gmail.com if you want to send in some poor posture of the week or listen to this fuck shit. Or you got any questions, you want some... You want some advice? You want some advice on uh, fuck buddies or or friends with benefits or romance in a world of of hookup culture? You come to me, and I I give you the fucking answers. I love you guys, man. Happy Hump Day, and I'll talk to you on the weekend. Bang bang. <laughs>